music, don't it? <laughs> yeah, gotta get it out the mud, that's the only way to win. Who am I to point the finger like I never ever seen? Been through the ups and downs like the letter in. They don't let you through the door, better kick it again. Cause that's the only way to win. That's the only way to go. Gotta get it out the mud. Gotta get it out the flow. Cause that's the only way to go. Let's go. Shoot. Lights out. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, how y'all doing today? On this Martin Luther King Day, January 16, 2023, on this lovely Monday, I am your host, Don Pudnagasaz, and thank you for tuning in to Shooting Lights Out. Now, as we got here today, there's some stuff I got to get into. It's not going to be a long episode. I have a heat check, and I have a friend fight to give out, and this fire about goes to the other side of my NBA Finals which is long overdue, but I'm getting to it today. And I have a heat check that features the dunk of the year in basketball. Nevertheless, let me jump right into it because we're going around the hardwood. And to begin around the hardwood, ladies and gentlemen, LeBron James has officially become the second player in NBA history to score 38,000 career points. Congratulations, LeBron James, as he officially reached his career milestone last night in a game in which the Lakers lost 113-1 to the Philadelphia 76ers. LeBron James had 35 points. Eight boys, I believe, 10 assists. Not to be outmatched by one Joel Embiid, who also decided to have 35 points to go along with, I believe, 12 rebounds, 11 rebounds, as he helped. The seven sisters who walk out of crypto.com arena 113-112. Thus making the Lakers 19 and 24 on the season. In which, like I said, and I said it before, I don't care what milestone LeBron James gets. The Lakers are still on the 500. And the Lakers are still not fighting for a playoff spot. Currently. A good job, LeBron. 35, 8, and 10. Okay. But you ain't getting no help. What's the rest was 20, 14, 11 off the bench. But you still took that L to the foot of his assist. James Harden had 24 points, seven boys, and 13 assists to help out. Nevertheless, you lost, LeBron. But congratulations on being the second player ever to have 38,000 career points. Moving on, going to the WNBA, a big blockbuster trade took place in the WNBA, not the NBA. As you can see here, Sun sending Jaquel Jones to the Liberty in three team trade. Nobody saw this coming. Thanks you, thanks to Alexa Filipino for this. 
a trade that a lot of people didn't see coming. Jaquan Jones has been sent to the New York Liberty in a tweet in a three-team trade that took place. That was finalized today, but it started on yesterday. As part of the trade with Becca Allen and Natasha Hire were sent from New York to Connecticut and Dallas Wings respectfully as Natasha Howard has, is going to Dallas and Rebecca Allen is going to Connecticut. The Wings also received rights to Crystal Dangerfield from the New York Liberty and sent Kayla Thornton to the New York Liberty as well as Tasha Hayes to the Connecticut Sun. No, Tasha Harris to the Connecticut Suns. The Suns also received the six the number six pick from the new york liberty for the 2023 WBA draft this is crazy so if i confusion let me say that again so the new york liberty has sent rebecca allen to the connecticut Suns, natasha howard to the dallas wings along with chris the dangerfield to the to the dallas wings the the connecticut Suns also got Tasha Harris from New York, along with number, the number six overall pick. And in return, the New York Liberty get Jarcrud Jones, the 2021 WBA MVP, to go along with Kayla Thornton. Big trade, massive trade, New York. New York probably won this trade. My fact, I think this trade benefit all three teams, to be honest. But New York has upgraded their team. They bring in an MVP caliber player, a player who's been to the WNBA Finals twice, even though she lost both of them, including last year to the uh, Las Vegas Aces. Nevertheless, Dracrell Jones teaming with Sabrina Inescu. Oh, boy. This might, this is my what needs to be happening for the New York Liberty. Man, as I go to another article, went by Kevin Pelton says the New York, the Liberty have landed a superstar interior player to pair with Buddy Stargard, Sabrina Nescu. Remarkably, this did not only gives New York at least two rotation players, but some additional cap space, meaning it's still possible for the Liberty to pursue fellow MVP Brianna Stewart and unrestricted free agency. Which means New York still isn't done making moves. That feels me good because I love it. I truly love it. So Great move for the New York Liberty. I can't wait to make it serious to see how Jack Carl Jones and Sabrina Escu handle business together with some inside out play. Sticking with the ladies, going down to the college ranks with the ladies. Fuzz injured in UConn's win, but doesn't sound all serious. Coming back from her knee, coming back from her knee injury. It's the same knee she re-aggravated. It's the knee that they're talking about. But according to head coach 
Gino R.E.M., who is back, by the way, and I'm going to that. get to that in a minute, is not as serious as it may have seemed. UConn women's basketball leader scorer Azio Fudd was injured in the number four Husky 65-50 win over Georgetown on Sunday. Fudd went down in the first half, preparing to re-injure her right knee. She was playing in, the, in her second game back after missing the previous eight after hurting the same knee in December. She was the topic of conversation in the post-game media availability. Coach General says, quote, she just tweeted something and they got some, some mice on it. It doesn't sound serious at all. Close quote. As I continue on, Gino R. Emma is back after a four-game absence. He's saying he's feeling a whole lot better. After missing four games over the past month, UConn's coach Gino R. Emma says Saturday he feels good, rested, and better than I felt in the last month. Oriana 68 missed two games in mid-December, returning to coaching, returning to coach two more at the end of the year before being sidelined for another two in early January. At the time, he attributed to feeling under the weather and run down and needed a little more time to focus on my health. He returned to coach Wednesday against St. John's, guiding the Huskies to an 82-52 victory in New York. So good to see Gino Arima back coaching on the sidelines for the UConn Huskies. But going to the argument that I skipped over. Simona Augusta is honored by LSU with statue outside the arena. This comes from NMA Vopal. From an LSU Tiger women's basketball player, Simona Augusta was honored by a statue that was unveiled outside the program's arena, the Pete Maverick Assembly Center, on Sunday in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Augusta went to the women's Final Four three times with the Tigers. She was then the number one overall pick in the 2006 WNBA draft by the Minnesota Lynx, with whom she played 14 years and won four league championships. Augustus finished her WBA career in 2020 with the Los Angeles Sparks. She also won three Olympic gold medals with, team, with the USA women's team. Augusta 38 is the first female LSU athlete to have a statue on campus. LSU coach Kim Markey said honoring Augusta and other program legends was one of her biggest priorities when she came to the school in 2021. Great honor for one of the best to do it on the ladies' side, Simone Augustus, Hall of Famer, with no doubts about that. Played well at LSU, played great in the WNBA. She deserved every every honor she gets, she deserved it. Then we get to the ladies of Arica, because this weekend in both men's and women's, we saw top ranked teams get dropped. Starting with the Pac-12, when you see the Lady Wildcats ranked 14 took the trip to Boulder, Colorado to face off against the unranked Colorado Buffaloes, and it was the home team. And Colorado upsetting 14 ranked Wildcats 72-65. Continuing on, let's head down to the Big 12, where 
the West Virginia Mountaineers host the 18th ranked the Lady Bears, and the Lady Bears got caught slipping in West Virginia, Morgantown, West Virginia, as the Mountaineers took down the Lady Bears 74 to 65, heading back to the back 12. Oh, Eugene, Oregon. Oh, Eugene, Oregon. The 21st ranked Ducks hosted the Washington State Cougars and just so it's a heartbreaking loss for the home team as 21 ranked Oregon Falls, 85-84 to the Cougars of Washington State in overtime. The big shocker in the women's game comes from the Pac-12 because it was the USC Trojans hosting number two Stanford, and it was not close as you would like it to be. Stanford winner, Stanford Falls, and L.A., 55-46. And finally, down in Austin, Texas, the Texas Longhorns hosted 15-ranked Iowa State. And again, that was not competitive whatsoever. The Longhorns shock. The Lady Cyclones, 68-53. to But that's just the women's side of it. Let's get to the men's side because the men saw a lot of upsets take place. Beginning in Indiana Assembly Hall when the Wisconsin Badgers ranked 18 walked in there and walked out with a big old well. 63 to 45. Indiana who just take down the Badgers. Man, take a trip from Indiana all the way down to Raleigh, North Carolina, when the NC State Wolfpack hosted 16 ranked Miami, and Miami suffered a defeat. 83-81 in overtime. From Raleigh, North Carolina to Knoxville, Tennessee. Fifth-ranked Volunteers at home against the Kentucky Wildcats. And people have been waiting for when John Calipari will come up with the win, the big win to get his team started because it's been a terrible season for John Calipari and the Kentucky Wildcats. Well, they went on a roll in Knoxville, Tennessee and knocked off Rick Barnes and the fifth-ranked Volunteers 63-56. to Big win. Is this the start of the run for Kentucky and John Calipari? We shall see. From Knoxville, Tennessee, down to Gainesville, Florida. The Stephen O'Connor Center, when 20th-ranked Missouri Tigers walked into the, the Odom to take on the Florida Gators, and I am pleased at all outdoors because the Gators took it 73-64, to 64, getting a big-ranked win over Missouri. A big win on the resume for that. Sticking with the SEC, man, the SEC is all over this place because of um, Knoxville, Tennessee to Gainesville, all the way up back up to Nashville, Tennessee, because it was Vanderbilt hosting 15 ranked Arkansas in a game that nobody saw coming. Arkansas struggling, and Vanderbilt punched them in about seven, 97 to 84, upset for the Commodore. We got more because Clemson, South Carolina, where Duke walks in 24th in the country, and they took the L to Clemson, 72 to 64. And by the way, Clemson is on top of the ACC. If you had that on your bingo card, kudos to you. Clemson leading the ACC. Let's head to the Big East where it was the Creighton Blue Jays hosting 19th ranked Providence and the Blue Jays got a big win, a big needed win, 73-67 over the Flyers. 
And said, back to the Pac-12, back to Eugene, Oregon. The ladies couldn't get it done, but the men sure did in a very big way. Knocking off ninth-ranked Arizona Wildcats, 87-68. What a win for the Oregon Ducks, a much-needed win for the Ducks, and a big loss for the Arizona Wildcats. From the Pac-12 to the Mountain West, it was the 23rd ranked. Aztecs of San Diego State hosting the Lobos of New Mexico and the Lobos of New Mexico walk in and walk out for toys in San Diego, 76 to 67. Big win for the New Mexico State Lobos. And finally, heading back to the Big East because it was going down in Connecticut. Sixth-ranked Connecticut trying to right the ship of losing. And they couldn't do it against St. John's. As St. John's walked in there, walked out with a double-digit win, 85-74. The Red Storms over the Huskies. I'll take a break, and then when we come back, I have a heat check for you guys. I'll be back. The Playmakers Bar is proudly to announce that it lettered a partnership deal with Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus. Stream live sports from any device that you have, whether it is your computer, laptop, or even your cellular device. Catch breaking news live when it happens, and enjoy a mountain of entertainment from movies to shows to whatever you love doing. Paramount Plus. Plan starts at $4.99 a month, but right now, you can get a free trial. Just hit that link below with the Playmakers blog and start your free trial right now. Paramount Plus. Mountains of the Entertainment. Welcome back to Shooting Lights Out. As you see, it's time for the heat check. Can you see the Memphis Grizzly logos on your screen? Because the heat check is going to the hottest team in the league right now, and that is the Memphis Grizzlies. The Memphis Grizzlies currently 29 and 13 in the West, second in the West, right behind the Denver Nuggets, who are 13 and 3, surprisingly enough. But good job by the Nuggets. That. As you can see, the Grizzlies are ranked sixth in points per game at 117.1. They are ranked 11 in opponents' points per game at 111.8. Number one in rebounding at 49 a game and 11 in assists at 25 a game. And you know who it's all about when it comes to the Memphis Grizzlies. But before we get to that, they Christmas and the, and the game after Christmas, they took the L's to the Golden State Warriors and the Phoenix Suns, but after that, it has been nine in a row. Toronto, New Orleans, Sacramento, at Charlotte, at Orlando, the Jazz, the Spurs back to back, and at Indiana. They have ripped off nine in a row. Those boys are looking good. They are looking healthy for once because that was the problem. They wasn't healthy. You guys went bang, missed some time. Jerry Jackson Jr. missed some time. John Morant missed some time. They were missing some time, but they are healthy. They are ready to ball now, and it's going to be a problem in the West if you have to deal with the Memphis Grizzlies in the playoffs. But we know who the crew is. Number one on the list is John Morant, giving you 
points per game, giving you 7.9 assists a game and 5.8 rebounds a game, as he usually does from the point guard position. Running mates begin with Desmond Bain, 21.4 points per game when he has been available with five rebounds a game and about four assists a game. They are not alone because we moved to Dylan Brooks, giving you 16 points a game, giving you about three and a half rebounds a game. So he's doing his thing. And then there's a big presence inside when Jared Jackson Jr. is on the court, giving you 16.5 points a game, giving you close to seven rebounds a game. I like that number to go up a little bit more. I know you you shared a back, I know you shared a front court and an inside paint with Steven Adams, but get it up there close to eight, nine, ten in a range for Jared Jackson Jr. And then I feel now really, really would like your game. But I need some more rebounds for you. I don't need you in. I don't need you below the eight range when it comes to rebounds because you are a, cent, a four center. So I need you up in the eight, the nine, the ten range in rebounds because I know Steven Adams he's a rebounding machine. I get it, but I need you down there grabbing some boards too. Okay, that's what I need. But nevertheless, these four guys they are some monsters. They are young. They are hungry, and this core for Memphis. These four guys for Memphis. They are a problem. They are a problem. And they four-game winning streak. Part of that four-game winning streak, this happened right here. That last game against Indiana and John Morant took over the world. Simply took over the world. And if you haven't seen it, get ready to look at it now. Because this guy did it. Mama wanted to rip you. That was a two, by the way, not a three for Indiana. So 85-67 to count. Morant against McConnell. Pick and roll. Morant. Oh! My that right there was ridiculous. Oh, my gosh. That dunk by John Morant. Ridiculous. Shout out to House of Highlights for that clip on YouTube. But that was ridiculous by that man. You better get used to it because that man is... He's been trying to do it ever since he came into the league, and he ain't stopping no time soon. You better get used to it because these Memphis Grizzlies are not going nowhere no time soon unless they break it up. And I doubt the GM is trying to break it up anytime soon. Okay? Nevertheless, here are their next games. They have a game coming up today on Martin Luther King Day at 6 p.m. against the Phoenix Suns at home. Then after that, here come Donovan Mitchell and the Cleveland Cavaliers before they head out to the City of Angels to take on LeBron James and the Los Angeles Lakers on the 20th and then head to Phoenix for another rematch with the Suns on the 22nd before heading to Sacramento, Golden State, Minnesota to close out their road trip. I believe that's a six-game road trip. Five-game road trip before they head back home on the 29th to close out the month against the Indiana Pacers before a visit from Damian Lillard. And the Portland Trailblazers before they face them off at Cleveland against Donovan Mitchell and the Cleveland Cavaliers for their second meeting of the season. They got some tough games. Phoenix twice, Cleveland twice, Golden State, Minnesota, Portland. Showtime with the Lakers on ESPN. There's some games to be watching. Let's see if Memphis can keep it rolling on this nine-game winning streak that they got going on. Because if they do, you're going to see a lot more of this. When it comes to the Memphis Grizzlies, and don't be surprised when they mean mugging you looking like some superstars out here because that is the Memphis Grizzlies. They are hot. They are ruling. And John Morant ain't playing with nobody right now. That is your heat check. 
It is the Memphis Grizzlies, the hottest team in the game right now. The Playmakers blog is proudly to announce that it is sponsored by Fanatics. Fanatics, where you can get all your official license, sports gear, memorabilia, whether it's for the National Football League, the National Basketball Association, Major League Baseball, National Hockey League, or even International Soccer League, or even college sports. So whip your team, whip the hardware, get comfortable, because Fanatics is the way to go. Where sports fans shop and official license everything. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Shooting Lights Out. And as you just saw, flagrant foul time. And you see the logo on the screen for those who are watching on YouTube. It is the loss. Angeles Clippers. By the way, I don't think those of you who don't know, if you watched last week's show when I did the fragrant file on the Milwaukee Bucks, you're seeing you're seeing my finals prediction, and it was the Bucks versus the Los Angeles Clippers. For yet just the third time in a row. I picked the Los Angeles Clippers to come out of the goddamn West. And now it has reached the point that I am getting sick and tired of this Clippers team. I'm really am. I, I'm, I'm, I'm just sick and tired of the team. Currently, the Clippers are six in the West at 23 and 22. They are 28th in scoring at 109 and a half. Third in scoring defense at 109.9. They are 11 in rebounding at 44, 25th in assists at 23. These numbers don't bother me. I don't care about these numbers. You know where I care about? Paul George. When he's on the court, 23.7 points a game, six boys a game, five rebounds. I mean, six boys a game, five assists a game. Kawhi Leonard. 19 points a game, 6.2 points a game, four assists a game. The problem is, it's like that because he hasn't been freaking playing. It's Kawhi Leonard. This is the last 10 games for the Los Angeles Clippers. They got three and seven in the last 10 games. Yeah, went to Toronto, you got to win. Then you lost to Boston, Indiana, Miami, Denver, Minnesota, Atlanta, before you finally, finally beat Luka Dungeons. And your six-game losing streak ended because you finally you found a way to beat Luka Doncic for, for, for once in your goddamn basketball lives. You finally found a way to beat Luka Doncic. Then you end up losing the tower again before you beat the Rockets on yesterday. Kawhi Leonard. You saw the numbers. I'm going to give it to you again. 19 points a game. Shooting 48% from the field. Giving you 6.2 rebounds a game. Playing on the 30 minutes, playing just about 30 minutes a game. Just about 30 minutes a game. And he's only played 21 games this year. 21 games. Yet, 
the Clippers have played 45 games. He has missed more games than he has played this year. He has missed 24 games. 24 games missed by Kawhi the Claw Leonard, who decided to come home to Los Angeles to be a rival against LeBron James and the Los Angeles Lakers. Now, granted, the Clippers, since Kawhi Leonard and Paul George has been with the Clippers, have been whooping the Lakers' ass everywhere you turn. They have been whooping on the Los Angeles Lakers. Okay? They beat the Lakers back on October 20th, 103-97. They beat them on November 9th, 114-101. And they have two more meetings coming up on the 24th for this month. And April 5th. Nevertheless, they swept the Lakers last year. They have been whooping the Lakers' ass for the good part of the Kawhi Leonard part, Georgia. Nevertheless, outside of that, we have missing Kawhi Leonard play. Matter of fact, we best him in the playoff game. You had to up and up down in the goddamn bubble when you was up 3 1 to the Denver Nuggets and they came back and beat you. Kawhi Leonard looked terrible. Paul Jones looked terrible. Very next year, Kawhi Leonard doesn't miss most of the season with a knee injury. Paul Joe leads his team to the Western Conference Finals berth, losing in six games to Phoenix Suns. And Chris Paul in the board, and Terrence Mann showed himself to be a player. Last year, he had so many injuries on the team, it just didn't even matter. Yeah, yet it's still. Paul George is out. The guy saying that's Corral and John Wall. We'll get to him. And Kawhi Leonard has missed more than half of the season of the Clippers already. Nevertheless, Paul George has played 30 games. Actually, before I get to Paul George, there's an article that I don't think I put on here. I thought I did, but I think I missed it. But Kawhi Leonard said we need to see how we look now. And it's hard to do that when you're not playing, Kawhi Leonard. Nevertheless, Paul George has played 30 games over 45, so he's missed 15 games thus far. And those 30 games he played, you've seen the numbers. 23.7 points a game, shooting 50. Showing 55.1% from the field, giving you six rebounds and five assists a game. That's the part of we know. When he's on the court, he's doing things. He's making things happen. He's making things happen. But like I said, he's missed 15 games. Okay? They were hoping he'll be back last night for the game against the – for the last night's game against the Rockets. But they are more hopeful that he'll be back for next games, which I'll get to later on. Nevertheless – these two together have only played 15 games together. 15 games when we have seen Kawhi Leonard and Paul George on that same damn court. I mean, we get on Anthony Davis because he missed a lot of games for the Lakers, and it's hard for the Lakers to do anything when they don't have Anthony Davis and everything on LeBron James, even though LeBron James is going for the NBA scoring type, the NBA scoring record will cream my dude's ball, and I can care less because the Lakers are on the 500 and all this other stuff. But in 45 games played this year, 
Kawhi Leonard and Paul George have stepped on the same court 15 times. Now, if my mouth, if I do some math here, that is 33% of the time that these two have stepped on the court this year together. 33%. How dumb do I look now? Because the two players that I am looking forward to on the freaking Los Angeles Clippers to get to the NBA Finals and win the West when the two stars can't even play together. And it's not no chemistry problem. They love each other. They boys. But they can't play at the same damn time. One's always out. The other one's playing. If one's out, the other one's playing. If one's out, the other one ain't being out at the same time. When one comes, when one comes back, the other one is out. It's a freaking mess in Los Angeles. It's a freaking mess in Los Angeles, and I'm losing my goddamn mind right about now. Cause I every time I believe it's the year Kawhi Leonard's playing, Paul George's gonna play. They're gonna show everybody what this team truly looks like when they are healthy, and I can never get it. Tawan Luke can never get it. Clipper fans can never get it. Steve Ballman can never get it. Nobody can ever get the, these two healthy at the same damn time. To see what the Los Angeles Clippers look like healthy. Because one of the two is always injured if both if both not injured. Uh, one doing low management, Kawhi Leonard. And the other one is trying to get himself back right. It's a freaking mess in Los Angeles. Nevertheless, the mess continues because now John Wall is out for two weeks. With an abdominal injury. And just when we get news that Paul George is coming back, John Wall goes down. You see what I mean? If it ain't Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, now we have John Wall to add to the damn list. Since John Wall's been there, Terrence Mann has not been nowhere to be found. Reggie Jackson has nowhere to be found. Nick's platoon. Well, I mean, where are my guys at? They haven't been nowhere to be found because, nevertheless, they've been missing games too. Come to find out. Everybody on the – there's nobody on the roster who's played a full 45 games. The most – if I look at this correct, I think the most – the person who played the most games was probably Nicholas Batum. And I think he was in the 40s. But let me double check on that because I'm so – I'm so angry right now with the Clippers. It don't make no sense. But they are six in the West. That's all it is that I'm going off on, but they are six in the West together. So I will give them that. They have found a way to still right the ship despite all this. Now, if I'm looking at this correctly, let's see here. Zubas has played 43 games. Marcus Morrison has played 41. Lakers Platoon has played 42. Reggie Jackson has played 40. And Terrence Mann has played 44. And speaking of Terrence, man, you know Terrence, man, the guy who was helping Paul George during that playoffs run to the to the Western Conference Finals. He's only giving you eight point eight points per game, playing twenty two minutes a game. Yet this was the man who was who was second on the on the team two years ago, was scoring behind Paul George. But y'all right here referring to John Wall, not Norman Powell. He's on the court. He's he's been proficient. He only played 35 games, so he's only missed 10, but he's giving you 15 and a half points per game. Reggie Jackson, who was a struggle, 
and his 40 games played is only giving you 11 points a game. Marcus Morris Sr. is giving you 13 points a game. I mean, as I'm looking at this, as I'm looking at this, nobody on this team has played 30 minutes a game. Nobody. Kawhi Lynn is at 29.8. Marcus Morris is at 29.5. The only one who's playing 30 minutes a game is Paul George. He's at 33.9 minutes a game when he's playing. Everybody else is under 30 minutes. Like Teron Lewis is playing. Okay, you playing this certain amount of minutes. He playing certain. He's trying. He Teron Lewis trying his damnness to get the team healthy, going toward February, March, and April. But it's hard because every time you start around somebody's injured. Paul George is injured. Kawhi Leonard is injured. Sit Kawhi Leonard on the back to back. Oh, now John Wall's down. I mean, nobody's played a full game. I mean, I, John Wall's played thirty-four games. Luke Kennard's played 29 games. I mean, Luke Kennard ain't injured. Why he's only playing 29 games out of 45? Robert Kutcher ain't injured. Why he's only playing 26 games? Teron Lewis is, is, is trying to be... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? He's trying to be a doctor, a surgeon, and a nurse all at the same time. And Teron Lewis can't handle all of them while being the head coach of them. That's what I'm saying. Teron Lou needs some goddamn help. And the players ain't helping right now. Because somebody's always injured. Somebody's taking the night off. He don't know who's, who's ready to play. Somebody help this man. Now, the next game. Tomorrow. Live on TNT. At home. Against Darrell and B in the 70 system. Who we just talked about beating LeBron James. In that same building, when LeBron James became the second player, dropping 38,000 career points. After that, you head to Utah and San Antonio and Dallas, and I'm pretty sure Luke is looking for revenge. And then yes, your third matchup with the Clip with the Lakers, who you who you have been on it ever since Kawhi Leonard and Paul Jones came on the 24th. You had the Spurs on the 26th. You had Atlanta. You had Cleveland, and you had Chicago to end out the month. A two sign for me to feel better about my finals pick, my Western Conference pick, is these two guys on the court at the same damn time doing what they do best, play freaking basketball, and not this right here. More of this, less of that. More of this, less of that. Okay? We want more of you two in uniform and less of you two in street clothes. Get it right, damn it. The NBA world is looking for a healthy Clippers team, and we want to see how they look against a Golden State Warriors healthy, a Denver Nuggets team. I got them Memphis Grizzlies team who I just did a, a heat check on. That's what we want to see. Can we get that? Pretty pleased with sugar on top. Los Angeles Clippers, you are a freaking foul, not only to me, but to the basketball world and the NBA. Get it together! Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Shooting Lights Out. Special shout out to Dr. Martin Luther King, 
today's Martin Luther King Day. And uh, as of right now, we have some Martin Luther King games tipping off right now as we speak. Uh, I do uh, Boston and Charlotte have tipped off. I believe they might be in the second quarter right now. Now they are at halftime with Boston leading by 11 at the current moment. You also have the Pacers and the Buzz getting together at 2.30. The Heat and the Hawks at 3.30. Pelicans and Cavaliers at 3, along with the Raptors and Knicks at 3. Warriors and Wizards at 3. Jazz and Timberwolves at 4. Suns and Grizzlies at 6. And the nightcap is Rockets, Lakers at 10.30. Enjoy your Martin Luther King Day. If you enjoyed this episode, please like and follow us on YouTube, Facebook, on any uh, social media platform there is. Also, you can catch the audio version of this episode on any platform that is, whether it's Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, uh, iHeartMusic, Amazon Prime, Pandora, whatever the case may be. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. Y'all have a go. Podcast. You can follow it on all streaming platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and a whole lot more. This has been Shooting Lights Out. Masterpiece.